Welcome to the Life Hacks for Entrepreneurs podcast, where entrepreneurs just like you come to level up their life, love, and business. My name is David Ubita, your host. The Life Hacks for Entrepreneurs podcast starts right now. So, you, you, for those who don't know, um, that nomination actually uh, became a win while I was in Amsterdam, so which was the least of my expectation. I thought for me, a nomination was a win. It, it still to this day is um, just the, the value of the people in the industry who take the time to view your work and listen to your work. And, and this is an international piece. So that means though we have a great image for the Grammys and probably Oscars and some shows, but a lot of those uh, awards are geared towards a region, a section. This, these, these nominations and these wins actually are international. So that means that I was in lineup with possibly 20 to 30 other uh, film composers on, on that nomination for that particular film and that particular fest. And I won. So I, that, you know, when they're going through the film and they're going through the, uh, at the award ceremony, they're making, you know, showing up the clips like the Oscars and all that. Um, and they make the announcement at the end. I, I still wasn't disbelieved. And we are back guys welcome back to the life hacks for entrepreneurs podcast i know it's been a while since our last episode it's actually been uh, june and we are live with this episode in november so just wanted to catch you guys up to speed uh but before we do let me go ahead and give and send out some love to our fellow life hackers out in the u.s in france canada the uk uh, Spain, a big shout out to Ubeda, Spain, where my family is from, uh, Sweden, Australia, the Netherlands, uh, Russia, India, Austria, and the Philippines. Guys, in our absence, our audience has actually increased. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, to God be the glory on that one, and uh, he knows what he's doing. So, just to kind of give you guys an update on what we've been up to the past couple of months. I took some time to rebrand and to rethink the mission. And initially, when I first started the podcast, I was, I kind of sounded like any, everyone else. Hey, I'm going to help you uh, scale your business. But the reality is, um, that's a small measurement. As your business increases, to me, that would be a small measurement. I'm looking more so for the heart the heartbeat of an entrepreneur and serving you that way. Because I know that our business, and I heard, I learned this a long time ago, and that is there's two super important mission critical mirrors in our lives. And that's our business, what our business tells us. So if it's struggling or if it's profitable, that's an indication of what's going on internally. The other mirror is that of our partner, of our spouses. And because they, they, they can read us, they can tell us, um, what's going on. And if that relationship is dysfunctional, then chances are there are some things internally that we need to reassess and, and tweak, etc. So I just wanted to let you guys know that really the goal at this point, the the rebranding, if you will, the, the reassessment and finding more clarity in terms of our mission and how we can best serve you is not necessarily to help you scale your business. Can that happen? Absolutely, because we're going to be addressing some internal issues, those those often unmentioned conversations, those struggles that that we as entrepreneurs deal with that only another entrepreneur would understand. And the focus here is really to help you level up 
in life, love, and business. And, to, and the way to level up, the way to help you, the way I can level up is by really reassessing, taking a closer look at how we're showing up in these areas in our lives. So hopefully that uh, will bring some light on as to what we've been up to, really just checking our pulse and our heart uh, for direction. Uh, now that we're four seasons in, for the next four seasons, I really want to make sure that we're bringing in even more value, even more direction for you guys as entrepreneurs. Man, entrepreneurship is tough. <laughs> some days it absolutely sucks. <laughs> and then some days you're like, oh, right, you hear the angels, um, the heavenly angels singing hallelujah because it's so magnificent. You're on that mountaintop. But, you know, my goal here as an entrepreneur and as the host of this show really is to bring in guests, inspiring guests and to help tell their story and for us to extract those nuggets, for us to extract those those gems that we can meditate on and apply to our lives and help us show up differently in life, love, and business, which will in turn help us to level up in those areas. All right. So real quickly, guys, I want to go ahead and uh, mention to you that our next guest, guys, here in episode 40, Mr. Eddie Torres. Now, in the description of this podcast episode, I have included the first interview with Eddie. And I want to go ahead and kind of give you a little bit of a, I don't know, a little bit of a catch up or a little bit of a, a summary of that, that episode. We were at his studio in Aurora, in the Chicagoland area, and we had a terrific conversation. Very honest. There were some things that, I, and I've known uh, Mr. Torres for many years. Uh, he and I have worked together on several occasions. Um, I don't know. I've probably logged in close to a thousand uh, studio hours at this point, <laughs> and, uh, and, and much in part thanks to him for the opportunity to work with him and uh, in his space and in his industry. And uh, there's some things that I learned for the first time talking to him in this interview, which I encourage you highly to to, to watch. It's one of our first uh, visual podcasts. And by the way, we are now setting up our YouTube channel so that you guys can have easier access. That's just another platform. Among the 10 that we are on right now, we want to add YouTube because we want to start doing visual podcasts, etc. And there's a couple of things that really stood out to me in episode, uh, in interview one with Eddie. And we talk about how he got started uh, scoring films and such. Again, I won't reveal too much because I really want you to listen to that episode. It was really good. And then that's where we catch up in this next interview, uh, episode 40. And we start talking about some of his humble beginnings, the fact that he used to practice uh, his bass uh, during lunch in his car, right? Talk about commitment. That was so inspiring. And again, Go to the interview and listen to the specifics about how he was doing that. And then for him now to be recognized globally, internationally, uh, for his work as a film composer. Um, it This interview to me was emotional. This interview to me was inspiring. Eddie has, has remained the same, right? He, he, he has not changed his... Uh, he's had five nominations, now going on six, uh, which he shared with us on the episode uh, where that nomination is coming from. And then he's won three, so three out of five, and I'm believing four out of six uh, as a fan 
of uh, Mr. Torres. And I just want you guys to, as you're listening to this podcast episode, whether it's on the treadmill or driving or wherever you are right now, uh, be prepared to be inspired. Uh, I don't know where you're at in your business, especially with pandemic, election, all this craziness, e-learning. Can I get an amen, parents? Uh, all the stress that we, uh, all the challenges that we're facing right now, right? Um, I want you to listen to this episode and I want you, and what, what I mean by that is pay attention. Don't just have it on in the background. Uh, if at all possible, really just focus while you're doing something else. Because, uh, you know, we have that ability, right, entrepreneurs, uh, to multitask like no one else can. And I hope and pray that this story really resonates with you and encourages you no matter where you are in your business. If you're just starting out or if you're that gazillionaire already, there's always pressures regardless of the season uh, that you find yourself in in your business, in your life, love, or business. And so some of the life hacks that you'll listen to in these in this episode, some of the shortcuts in this episode, I have personally uh, just taken to heart. And after this interview, I want you to really stay till the end and listen to the takeaways that I actually walked away with as well. And without any further ado, before we tap into the interview or the chat with Mr. Eddie Torres, a word from our sponsor. Hey guys, if you're a B2B company that can take on more clients, then take a look at our free training detailing the simple strategy that took us from 19 sales appointments in 2016 to 426 qualified sales appointments in 2019 with zero paid ads or time-consuming blogging on LinkedIn. On this free training, you'll see how this proven strategy works so you can start generating qualified sales appointments for your business today. Visit us at mrdeu.com. That's www.mrdeu.com. I love it. My man, thank you for taking a few minutes out of your uh, schedule, uh, Mr. Award-winning (laughs) (laughs) international film score extraordinaire. You know, the last time we chatted, we talked about we were at the studio yeah and we talked about your kind of like your journey uh from the humble days of practicing in your car during lunch with a low bass amp uh which that was the first time i had heard that story but it was so um you know inspiring to me how how committed you were to learning your craft and then we also talked about your faith and then we talked about that one text message that you received from the first film score that you were writing, working on, and it was the final scene. And guys, if you haven't seen that episode, we're going to include it in the, in the link in, in the comments. And you, you told me about that emotional roller coaster as a result of the last scene your you sent in your idea your musical com- composition and three days later you get a a text message from the director saying i'm disappointed <laughs> and that's where we kind of like holy cow and then you went back redid it resubmitted made your guy cry and then fast forward to 
being nominated for that very score. <laughs> so let's pick up right there, man. So we're just picking up where we left off. Yeah. Tell us right then what happened. You got nominated, then what? Well, I mean, the nomination notification came via an email. It was a Sunday evening, and I'm sitting watching TV with my wife, and um, probably my time frame around 8 o'clock at night, and I get a message from the director, India time, which is probably a 10 hours later. Um, so it must have been early in the morning in India, and um, he sends me a message, and he asked if I had um, – if I had checked my emails and I said, no, well, let me, let me poke at it and pull, grab my phone and quickly looked. And, and sure enough, there was a notification there that I've been non nominated. I'm reading this and I'm really in disbelief uh, or shock or it was such a surreal. I was just a mixture of emotions. And so I'm reading this and so I responded to him. I, I, I received your email. Is this accurate? Is this true? And he says to me, congratulations, no, no other person better should have, deserves this, you know, and, and paraphrase just a little bit, but very deep, very close to what he's, what I just said is what he said. And, um, and I didn't say anything to my wife. She's sitting next to me and it didn't soak into me. I had to sit in for about a couple days and until it finally, um, you know, I came around and had the courage to mention it to my wife. I've been nominated and. And uh, she was like, you know, she was bawling. She said, what does that mean? What does that mean? And I said, well, I, I'm not totally sure, but you know, <laughs> <laughs> something along the line that I have, they're going to fly me out to Amsterdam, the Netherlands, and, and, and be presented with a nomination. Um, and that's how far we got up to the nomination. I don't know if you want me to press forward with the story or. <laughs> well, that's fantastic. I mean, so it took you a couple of days for you to kind of wrap your head around what was going on at that point, and yeah. um, what was the nomination for? So um, all credits to to the wonderful director, first of all, that gave me the opportunity to work with him, uh, Renji. Uh, Renji's from India, an amazing director, very creative and very stern and very, he's got his vision, he's focused, you you, you need to be in alignment with him, and, and it was a great learning curve for him, so I appreciated that opportunity to work with him, but the nomination came in as best original score for the film Nawal the Jewel, uh, or Nawal the Jewel, um, and um, in, in, in the uh, fest out in Amsterdam. So, your first score after, I don't know, years, probably what, 10 years, what, 20 years or so, uh, recording and, and such, probably more? Yeah, yeah. I mean, um, I, I left corporate America and dove into full-time music production after I got my business license around 2002. Uh, so 2002, and the, the opportunity with Nawalda Jewel came in around 2016. So I've already invested a good, you know, uh, umpteen years of, of studio production, uh, none of which were film. <laughs> that's, well, that's, that's the irony of it all, right? Because it's like we're, we're in this lane, our heads are down, we're grinding on a daily basis, doing what we love, and then all of a sudden this opportunity. And I remember during our first interview, you had never done a score before. Again, this is your first time. Right. And you had some interest but never really prepared for it per se, but you still said yes to the opportunity. You still said, yeah, why not? And I'm going to go ahead and just start working on it. And here we are. Fast forward, you get a nomination for Nowell the Jewel, the film. 
Yes. That uh, did also win some other prestigious awards, but what, what I want to focus on is the, 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 the score scenario because this is not your first nomination now or your first win. Correct. <laughs> so please tell our audience what, what's happened since that, since that first conversation last year where you just told me, you know, I, I just got this message from, you know, for, from this text that, I mean, from the director, he didn't like it and yada, yada, and just this emotional roller coaster you took me on. And I'm like still trying to recover from that. And I'm just, just, I remember seeing on Instagram when you announced I won. I was literally at, at, at a pool party. It was nice, beautiful day. Wow. And I'm like screaming, oh my God, like I just won the lottery, right? It's like, listen, I was so excited and I'm confident there was many, many others who share that type of excitement because of the story, knowing that the man behind the music, that kind of thing. Yeah. So walk us through these other nominations now and wins. So... You, you, for those who don't know, um, that nomination actually uh, uh, became a win while I was in Amsterdam, so, which was the least of my expectation. I thought for me, a nomination was a win. It, it still to this day is um, just the, the value of the people's in the industry who take the time to view your work and listen to your work. And, and this is an international piece. So that means though we have a great image for the Grammys and, and probably the Oscars and some shows, but a lot of those uh, awards are geared towards a region, a section. This, these, these nominations and these wins actually are international. So that means that I was in line up with possibly 20 to 30 other uh, film composers on, on that nomination for that particular film and that particular fest. And I won. So I, that, you know, when they're going through the film and they're going through the, uh, at the award ceremony, they're making, you know, showing up the clips like the Oscars and all that. Um, and they make the announcement at the end. I, I still was in disbelief. It took a, it took a little jerk from the director and, and one of the, uh, uh, one of the actors that were, we were sitting together at the banquet hall, uh, to, you got to get up and say a speech. And well, I wasn't even ready for a speech. I didn't have an index card like many people to thank yous. And, and so fast forward, I, I was so, so at all and so just humbled by the opportunity. I even forgot to acknowledge the director. Who forgets to acknowledge your director <laughs> on a win? So I apologize for that. Uh, but fast forward, um, that same film, then I received some, some, a few other nominations. Uh, in, and I received a nomination for Best Original Score in Italy, Milan, Italy. Um, I received a nomination in London for the same film for Best Original Score and won. <laughs> I won that one. Then I also received a nomination in Spain twice, uh, one in 2019 and the most recent in 2020 for another film and won that. <laughs> so that's five nominations and three wins, correct? Yeah. So, so some of these nominations became wins. So now currently I have of three wins and uh, two nominations, two instead of two nominations, and just recently I got a message that I was nominated for another fest in Los Angeles. Uh, but this is a different film. <laughs> but still, so was that six nominations now? Yeah, somewhere around there. <laughs> wow, somewhere around there, and then three wins. Um, thankfully, it just just I'm, I'm humbled by it. I, it's it's an it's an expression that it's hard to to express to the show because you know I don't do it. I never really came with the mindset of winning. I came with the mindset of being able to do what I love to do. 
you know, and that these accolades that follow through are just like, it's just like they're bonuses. They're huge bonuses and, and they feel good. I would never belittle them or say that they're small, no matter where you get one. They really make you feel good about your work at the end of the day. So let's see some of your 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 hardware, man. I mean, like, what, what, oh. what, what, get, show us one. What's your favorite uh, your favorite trophy so far, or, or your favorite hardware? So, um, see well, a couple of them back I have here. some frames that are in. I have a separate section in the studio where um, I have some posters and I have uh, I have some certificates and some plaques. I have, that that section is on a wall um, out by launch, but. Uh, here briefly here I have this this is this is one of my uh, wins in London uh, this one was awarded to me at the Fusion International Film Festival in London um, and it's, a, it's got quite some weight to it it's, and it's a beautiful crystal uh, 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 award and it's got plaque to you know uh, the North Europe International Film Festival 2019 best original score and a wall to Giuliani Torres <laughs> so this was like a beautiful trophy um and and i love this i love this it looks good with lighting on it also too so so i have a little section of my accolades on the wall and and they look pretty hung up and and so i brought them for this meeting and and so and then in this one this one here um that looks more more of a simpler laid out this is marble it's heavy <laughs> it's really heavy um and this one was my first award uh, for Noel the Jewel, uh, best original score, Eddie Torres, Noel the Jewel at the Amsterdam International Film Festival, 2018. Um, this one here, uh, being that it was the first one, this pulled a lot of tears out of me. I have to say oh, it. I yeah. bet. I <laughs> bet. And it didn't. It didn't. It didn't come to place until I got back from the trip. Once once I got back from from the Amsterdam's, probably about two days after. I finally I took a couple days off of work and, and I finally came back down to the studio to pick up and sat down here in the studio where I, this same studio here where I would spend approximately 80 hours a week uh, for a month consistently uh, and probably just a little over a month to score the, this film in two different languages. It was filmed in Indian language, the Malayalam language, language in India, and it was also filmed in, in, uh, in English. Um, and with with the Malayalam um, uh, uh, subtitling, so I had a very long beard. But when I sat here in that and came back after a couple of days of the trip, is when it all sunk in me um, that I have won something that was produced here in the studio, and the amount, the countless hours of nights and days and and hours that I spend and the dedication that you put into it just just hit me. And so I became the little baby, started crying. <laughs> I was emotionally, I was emotionally a mess, and you know, it, it just—it was a, a good reality check to what I do. And um, so I'm very humble and very grateful, grateful to God and great, grateful to those who gave me the opportunity. Let's talk a little bit about this journey because, you know, I think sometimes as entrepreneurs, um, we look at the successes. Because uh, you're you're an overnight success, right? <laughs> <laughs> twenty years twenty years in the making, you're an overnight success, and now, and now five, six uh, nominations later, you know three wins, possibly four, um, which I'm pulling for. Uh, <laughs> then all of a sudden, you're like, it, it like hits you, and then here's the thing that I love about the work that you do. It's like this is forever. Like this music. This score, this this is part of history, 
this is a film that's making an impact and viewed by God knows how many people, probably millions of people around the world, watching this film, listening to this music, and you've come alongside with with this project, and you're telling the story, you're amplifying the emotions uh, via via your your compositions, right? Which is not an easy thing. Yeah. And one of my questions would be: during your 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 run so far. Have there ever been moments where you're like, you know what, I just want to give up. I just, maybe this isn't for me. Maybe this just isn't, you know, God's will for my life. You know, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, let's, let's talk a little bit just about, about that without having to go into too much detail, right? But just, have you ever faced those moments where you're like, you know what, I'm ready to just, I'm done. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think, I think me and many others in this industry have come across that path of the craft and, and, and heartbeat that we have for what we love to do. And in, in my case and many other creative cases is to make music. Um, and that can be, you know, creatively in any other, you know, whether you're a cinematographer or you're a, you know, composer, or you're a, 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 an editor, a photographer, an actor, a director. I mean, all of us go come across this moment of, you know, how much longer before real huge success, you know, or, or, you know, how much longer will this take? Because we all, we're all hoping for some success at some point, you know, what we do. Right. Um, and so I have come, I've, I'm a, I've come across that. In fact, um, last night, my wife and I were having, we happen to be talking about this um, and, and, and talking a little bit about the faith is, you know, a lot of what we do, a lot of what I do is, is, is walk by faith in my work. Um, so I really, I really bank on God on my work, you know, so, you know, I, I, I don't think that my work is as good as many other may say it is. I think a lot of us deal with that also. Like you never feel like it's good enough until someone says, man, that's fantastic. So, um, but you know, we were having this conversation of that huge breakthrough. How long does it take? Well, you know, that, that breakthrough and, um, and, and that, that breakthrough for many is, I think many have definitions of breakthrough also. Um, and, and all of us are gearing towards, you know, a financial breakthrough. A lot of us are gearing towards a, an, an accolade, uh, you know, breakthrough. Um, and, and whether either way it's, you know, people are driven by that, right? They're driven to hopefully get one of those awards, but the struggle of how long after so many years and I'm doing this day and out for years and, you know, you sacrifice so much. I had, and I had a show similar to, to, to talk about some of this stuff, the things that happen behind the scene to get the things that you're able to get, your accolades, your awards, your recognitions, um, the, the doors that open for you, the opportunities. And so um, I have come across that many times um, until this day, you, you do. And, and, but, I, but I've learned, I've learned to really try to walk that faith. You can't, you know, and faith, you, you can take it in, in, in um, I guess you could take it in a Christian way or, or as in faith, like in God or, or just faith in your work, you know, that your struggles, you know, if you stick with it, it's all about consistency. It's all about, you know, keep going forward. Don't stop because you never know if you can get there if you stop. You, you never know how far you can go if you give up. And so, you know, it's that you know, it's that challenge. It's that faith walk that, 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 that I take every day. You know, I can't give up. I can't get, you know. And so when I, when I believed 
that I could do this full-time and I gave up corporate America to do this full-time, I already had a sense of I'm winning because I could do what I want to do every day, what I love to do. Yeah. Whatever, I, whatever comes from it later on comes from it, whether it's an award, whether it's a certificate, whether it's a door that opens up, a major breakthrough or a major great film or, or uh, opportunities, you know, um, all of it is an accolade. And so that, that keeps my faith going and, and trusting that, okay, the next thing's coming, you know, I got something else coming and, and something else coming. So, so yes, I have come across all that to be said that there are moments where I felt like giving up and I wouldn't be true and I wouldn't be real if, if I said, no, never. <laughs> <Of course>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, it's a, this, it's a reality in our, in, in our world. It, it truly is. Walk us through how, and thank you for sharing that. Walk us through how your life or how your uh, business now has changed from being, you know, you said in 02 and then in, in 2016, man, that's 14 years of hustle, grind, ups, downs, facing, you know, um, you know, mountaintop experiences and facing those moments where it's like, I'm out of here because I just can't take another rejection or another disappointment, whatever the case is. Mm -hmm. But how has thing, how have things changed for you now? Um, now that you've been getting this recognition, dude, this is, this is no small feat. <laughs> I, I keep thinking, man, this guy was in his car. You know, during lunch. I still remember those lunch breaks. Practicing, right? It's like, yeah. well, like it, it, it just reminds me of that philosophy. It's like whatever it takes. Whatever it takes. To just improve, just show improvement and and and, 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 and put myself in a position where I'm developing. I mean, I, I'm so inspired by that. But back to the back to the question, how have things changed for you? Um, you know, they've changed for the better. You know, and this is, this is, um, this is why I say there's that sense of winning. Um, the opportunity that I was given in 2016, well, let's say for in music, many opportunities came, you know, from, you know, when I left corporate America in 2001, got my business all in place and 2002, got my license and launched off. Um, I had six albums already lined up. So there's a sense of some strategies to start working, leaving corporate America. I was working 13 years uh, with the city of Chicago. I had a secure job. I had a really good job. I was a super supervisor, and, um, and, and I did well there. Um, but I left all that and started the business thing. So I, I accomplished a lot in those years, but they were more on the, music, on the musical side of, of the, the, uh, the artistry, you know, producing artists, uh, writing jingles for uh, – uh, for for radio, uh, got an opportunity to write jingles for TV like Telemundo, Delray Farms, uh, uh, TCF Bank, and um, and so those were coming as the years passed by. But the 2016 came around, and I get the call for a film, and I and I said yes. I you know you don't turn down opportunity. You figure out you figure out what mess you got into after you say yes, but don't <laughs> don't say no. You got to press for it. if you trust your skill. I know how to make music. The rest is just logistics. I just got to figure out how do I work with a director? What, what do I need? What tools do I need? And, and how do I get things in place for the film? And so you work through that process. Um, since then, I've gotten the opportunity to meet other directors. Um, uh, some other directors have gotten a chance to see um, my work and, and have reached out and uh, currently working on some projects, some new film projects in the background. 
um, which I'm looking forward to, to seeing evolve. And this is all a lot of the background stuff that happens and grunt work that we do that many people don't know yet, but you know, we're, we're at it. And so it's put me in, 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 in the face of some people that I really appreciate, really look forward to. Um, um, and, and so that, that came with, in the film and the film side of world uh, that came with uh, 2016 for 2016 on where people sit, saw that I can compose music for film for picture. Um, and so it's, it just put me in, it just put me more in favor in what to do. You know, all the years that I've done music now I'm just doing it for film and, and just put it, and it's a whole different experience. I, I can't explain. I feel like I'm a new like a new kid, a new baby with a new toy. I don't know, a new kid with a toy with a, uh, am I seeing this right? A baby or a kid with a new toy. That's what I feel like. And, and it's like a new learning curve, that those baby steps to, to get it right, you know, because film is a different animal itself. So um, it's done a lot of great things for me. All that to be said. Isn't it exciting that, that, yeah. that newness, uh, and I, which leads me to the next question in terms of creative um, creativity, right? Yes. Obviously, the work that you do requires you to tap into uh, your creative side, right? That gifting. And so when you're constantly giving out and constantly creating and constantly uh, making music, uh, whether it be for film or for albums or, or, or CDs, whatever the case is, when you run out of that like juice, so to speak, that creative flow, what are some things that you like to do to kind of help you just, um, I don't know, find that, that creative flow again. That's also a learning curve. <laughs> On the music side of things, uh, many times I have found myself, if I find what we call somewhat a writer's block, um, you know, I pause, I stop, and I give myself a break. Uh, I think it's important to reset a little bit because sometimes it's just a good sign that you're so overdriven on the work that you're offering an opportunity for the wrong things or the wrong notes to come through um, because you're just in a rush to get it through. Oh, I can't, let me just, I can't, you know, I can't think, let me just throw this and let me just write this and later on regret the piece. So um, I've learned to stop and break away, take a, take a nice little coffee break or take a nice little walk, do something different from the music world um, and then come back, listen to where I left off and generally that inspires some new things in me, some new ideas. And it's, it's just like magic. And this is like, okay, this, this feels good. This is what I'm hearing now all of a sudden. And I just kick off and, and continue to do, uh, uh, you know, continue to leave off where I, or, or pick up where I left off. Um, so that's been the biggest thing. Other, other things that have worked also is um, I'll stop and I'll just close my eyes and put some music in the background. Um, I love listening to score, so I'll listen to some of my favorite guys like Hans and, you know, Dave, uh, 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 John, uh, Powell, uh, John Powell, uh, you know, the Williams and, you know, a lot of great other, you know, film composers that I just admire. And, and sometimes I'll just sit back and just listen to that, but in a very low volume. I feel like it's another break for me to reset and refresh and then once I feel like I feel somewhat refreshed and it might take a half hour, sometimes it takes an hour. Um, then I'll come back, I'll pull up my screen and play back and then something kicks in, you know, and, and I hit a chord and yes, this is feeling right. And I'll press forward from that moment on. So those are the things that work with me. I've heard of other composers do similar things and, and others do other things. Um, but, um, 
Yeah, that's those are some of the things that I do. Some of the inside stuff that I do. Keep me I going. love it, love it, man. And uh, what are what's next for you, my man? I mean, like, yeah. let's go ahead and dream here. Like, what would you like to see next uh, for your business? Uh, before we wrap up the conversation with uh, the 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 three question round that we are now instituting in our podcast interviews, but what what does Eddie Torres want to see next? And with no limitations. Um, with no self-imposed limitations, like just let's just dream for a minute. Let's dream for a minute. You know, my dream, my personal dream is is has always been to lock into a um, a director relationship, um, film director relationship, where it's going to take me to another level. Like because I feel like if I if I connect with a good director. And there are many out there and there are very known ones and there's some that are not as known, but they have such a vision that I help that it helps me get to the next level by watching their vision because they're, they have a vision of what, what the film should look like. Um, and so my goal is, is, is that is to the next level would be to build a solid relationship with some music director or film directors. Um, and that's going to take me to another level. You know, um, I do want to see like anyone else. I want to see my films on, on the, uh, the bigger screens here in our country as well in the U S uh, you know, while the jewel did get it's, uh, it's got its theater premiere uh, when it released in India. So it was, it did hit the big theaters and they had the huge billboards and my, my name would look, it was huge just because they put the, the credits in on the billboard side. That was exciting when they sent those pictures. Um, but here locally in my own country, I'd love to be able to, to have some of my film, um, on, on the big screens uh, and, and you know we know times with COVID has been changing the theater scene is all different um, so streaming is a huge thing and and so who knows there may be one out there somewhere coming along so I'll drop you with that nugget <laughs> I love it I love it man again thank you for taking some time out uh, out of your schedule so here is our, our three question round and I I don't like and I have not prepared you for this because I want to hear, and this is why I love doing this because I want to hear what just comes out of, out of your heart. Right. And so as, as entrepreneurs, life, love business, I'm going to ask you for your best piece of advice. Maybe someone has imparted it to you or something that you've learned over the years, best piece of advice for each one of these areas we're going to start with life, love, business. Go. Life, love, business, consistency. Denzel Washington said it best, man. Um, I heard a piece of him say once, be consistent. And that's reflected back to what I mentioned earlier, because you never know if you can get there, if you don't, if you don't, if you give up, if you stop. So be consistent in what you do in all matters, life. Uh, what was the other two? Life. Love of and business and business be consistent. That's that's what's gotten me through. I got to be consistent in what I do. Don't stop. Don't change the pattern. Don't give up. If anything, you move up forward, you know, but don't don't stop. Be consistent. In what you do. Keep that heartbeat going. And now you'll get through all those three points there. What do you do? What do you tell our audience if they say, I don't feel like being consistent today? What do you tell them? Then be consistent tomorrow. Give yourself a break. 
release yourself from a moment of, of writer's block or stress and have a nice cup of coffee, come back the next day. I guarantee you, you're going to feel better about being consistent. You're going to feel better about, because most people will do that. They will start something um, and they're consistent, but for a short period of time. It's almost if there's a time gap, there's a barometer up until I can, I, I need to stop. And there, and, and there really isn't, you know, um, if you love what you do, you're already in the right direction. If you're doing what you love to do, that's even a better direction. So it's being consistent, stay consistent. If you feel stop, break away, come back at it the next day and you'll be good. I've been there. Words to live by, my man. Thank you again, Mr. Eddie Torres, award-winning. No, thank you for having me. A pleasure to me, and uh, looking forward to some coffee sometime. Hey, man, we're, we're huge fans here at the Life Hacks for Entrepreneurs podcast. We'll talk to you soon. Hey, guys, if you're a B2B company that can take on more clients, then take a look at our free training detailing the simple strategy that took us from 19 sales appointments in 2016 to 426 qualified sales appointments in 2019 with zero paid ads or time-consuming blogging on LinkedIn. On this free training, you'll see how this proven strategy works so you can start generating qualified sales appointments for your business today. Visit us at mrdeu.com. That's www.mrdeu.com. Was that a great interview or what? Eddie Torres, thank you so much for taking a few minutes out of your schedule and joining us on the podcast and uh, sharing your insight. Uh, once again, uh, all the success, man, all the the accolades are so well-deserved and so freaking inspiring that you've been able to go come from such humble beginnings. And, and, and I mean, did you ever think that you were going to be recognized internationally for your work while you were practicing in your car on your base, right? So it's just, guys, I left this conversation inspired to continue to do my thing. And so one of the takeaways that I'll share with you uh, that, I, that I've been really pondering as I've been uh, listening to this episode is just the concept of consistency, guys. And so if you were to take a moment and think about life, love, and business, Really ask yourself, without beating yourself up, by the way, ask yourself the question, in, in, in the area of life, spirit, soul, body, how can I take one step, one small step towards being more consistent in my spirit, soul, body, in my life? And when it comes to love, in your family, whether it be towards your spouse or, or significant other or your children, or your parents, or your siblings, and friends, your relationships. What's one small step that I can take to be more consistent in connecting and nourishing these relationships? And then in my business, in our business, businesses, what's one small step that I can take towards helping my business grow is it rebranding? Is it mission, revisiting mission? Is it, is it uh, communicating more clearly with my, my team members? Is it um, communicating more clearly with my customers? There's a, there's a number of things that we can do, guys. Number of things that we can do for us to take one more step, one small step 
towards creating more consistency in business. So that was a takeaway that I left with. And uh, I hope that you guys can take a moment and really examine a takeaway that perhaps is speaking to you right now as a result of this conversation with Eddie. Comment in the comments section and let us know. Share your takeaways with us on our Facebook page, our official Life Hacks for Entrepreneurs podcast Facebook page. Make sure to like that. And then what I want you guys to do is this. I want you to share the wealth. I want you to share this episode with someone else. It would also inspire. All right, guys, this is David Ubina, your host, your chief life hacker. I just want you guys to know that I love you and I am so appreciative of you and every single country that I mentioned to you guys on the start of this program for still riding with us, for hanging out with us, for showing us some love, for listening and downloading the episodes. I I tell you, I am floored by your continued support and love for what we're doing here. And just know that we are committed now even more so for the next four seasons to bring it and to share with you guys compelling stories, inspiring stories that would bless you, that would that would challenge you and give you some insight so that you can continue to tweak your game and level up in life, love, and business.